Welcome, the Discount Heroes. Thank you for listening to the upcoming episode. If you would like to hang out with us or show some love, check out our link tree to find all our social platforms. Find those links at linktree.com slash the DHcast. You can also check out our new weekly content on Instagram by going to Instagram and searching for Discount Heroes, no spaces. We are most active on our Discord page and would love it if you came to see some amazing fan-generated content and sharing all the laughs. Enjoy the upcoming episode, and we can't wait to see you in our DMs. Last week on Discount Heroes. Lead me somewhere we can get some kind of advantage on Jimothy, and we're, we're going to help you. Ah, the blacksmith. She'll help us. Shat check! Check out this evidence I found. They're portraits, you know, but... And the name that's written on the bottom is Jimothy Q. Up there, there's a ship. Is it an airship? Alright, there's two harpies perched up there. Okay, what what if you pretended to be bringing us in as prisoners? You see the hat on your head begin to take shape, and you shorten by about two feet. I turn slap into a, uh, a turtle. This one looks different. We don't tell you how to do your jobs, and I don't think you need to tell us how to do ours, or maybe we'll be eating scrambled eggs for breakfast. Why don't you move out of the way? Attached to the wall in front of the cage sits a woman. Fair blacksmith, we're here to rescue you and kill Jimothy. Lyra Braddock, but you can just call me Braddock. Now there's one more thing. Did you find my spellbane? Yes, yeah, yeah, I got him right here. She quickly mixes the spellbane into a, a vial. Thrasher reaches his hand out and takes the vial. Dolls are creepy. I'm in. And throws it. Wait until you see what this dude can do with grease. Tonight on Discount Heroes. Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are guaranteed. We're a chaotic, story- and character-driven real-play podcast. We're a group of buddies who all known each other for 15-plus years. We've played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name's Brent, and I'm the DM. We've got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourself and who you're playing? So, bros? It's Copes here. I'm from the uh, Twilight Glades, and I worship the stars. Hey, guys. Can anybody help me think of a name for my band? It's me, Dimarok, the Tiefling Bard. Hey guys, this is Jared. I play the part of Thrasher, the human barbarian. And this is Matt, and I play Nox, the gnome wizard. Hey guys, I made it two weeks without almost dying. That's got to be a new record. You sure did, Max. (laughs) You know what the worst part was? Uh, we, We did the, sorry, little tangent here. We did the Rugged Maniac race this week, and... Robert's buddy Max came with us, and he introduced himself to me, and then I introduced myself as Max back, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> was he four foot tall and had a little cool sword? Did it just... No, unfortunately not. It's like me introducing myself as Jerry. <laughs> but apparently my name is Max now, so I'm just going to embrace it. 
So I'm quite sure I'm going to leave something out in this description here. According to Aaron, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of stuff happened last week. You guys learned a lot of information. and It's hard to capture all that in a fun little speech that doesn't get boring. So last week, our intrepid adventurers learned a shocking fact from their dear friend and ally, the Goblin Flargelbuns. That the airship and their payday had crash-landed on the mountain on the night of the festival. Masquerading as goblins, prisoners, and a turtle, they infiltrated Jimothy's cave and discovered a new friend, Lyra Braddock, whom revealed the fate of the forest, and had been forced to make a few improvements to Jimothy's apparently wooden body. Finally, they stumbled across a startling secret. Large overturned crates. The dolls were here. Hey guys, the dolls are here. Oh my goodness. There's, there's the dolls. The dolls were here, and two of them were monstrously bearing down on top of them right now. And uh, you threw a potion, Thrasher? I hulk it. I mean, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hulk, uh, I hulk that potion that she made for us right at them dolls there. All right. You hadn't made a roll yet, right? I don't believe so. So that'd be a ranged attack? When you're throwing it like that, it'd be a strength check or dexterity check without proficiency, because you're not proficient in throwing vials of stuff says you that'll be a 17 that's a hit yeah on the one on the left or right uh let's go to the left two lumbering wooden figures tower over you each raising their arms and bringing them down in a chopping motion i nail them and you nail them are you left-handed no the vial explodes sending small shards of shattered glass all over the ground you'll have to watch out demarok with your dragon feet (laughs) (laughs) your bare dragon feet you see the liquid bubble and a sort of curdle on the surface of the wooden creature as it suddenly loses all semblance of movement and life and just tumbles to the ground well that is very useful when you're fighting living dolls apparently you see a a small smoke mist emerge from the, the now inert corpse of the thing rising into the air before dissipating but one's still there that was my attack, right? I can't do anything else. Yeah, was that even in initiative? No. No, no, we didn't. We had not started an initiative. Okay. Let's do initiative for the rest of the fight. Also, Lyra's there, by the way. Who is Lyra? Braddock. I was about to say her name is not Lyra. Her first name is Lyra. She specifically requested that we refer to her as Braddock. I know. That's that's unfortunate that I'm doing that thing. It's kind of messed up of you personally. In several different, for several layers. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm disrespecting myself. <laughs> Alright, so what, what, what kind of rolls do I have here? Yeah, Nox got a 15. I rolled a nat 20. Come on, go wild, guys. Ah! Yeah, with this initiative bonus, what is it? 21. Awesome. Well, I got a 9. What, so what'd you get, Tyler? Your copes, you gotta say it. Copes got a seven. All right, Demarok gets to go first. All right, so could you give me a quick description again of this tree guy coming at me? Is he menacing? How tall is he? The tree doll. All right, so it's approximately the same size as that one that ran on four legs you saw. So it is large. It stands even taller on two legs, obviously. It's just like the one we saw on the... Yeah, like the wooden one that ran on four legs that you saw previously. Except it's standing on two legs. And it ambles like a human would. It's got large dowel-like arms and legs. And a thing that, I mean, must be meant to represent a head, but is really just a another wooden dowel. 
connected by wooden joints. It's a wood golem looking thing. All right. So Dimrock sees Thrasher launch this potion that Braddock made and completely decimate this one tree, just turn it into a smolting ash. And he thinks back on the one they met in the woods that they attacked and killed that was just trying to escape. These aren't trees. These are not trees. It's the same thing. No. The one in the woods was a tree. These are dolls. Are they not the same thing, Brent? It is the same thing. What? They are the same thing? It is. The one in the woods was a transformed doll thing. I thought it was an actual tree in the woods. No, the dolls are just shittier. Somebody didn't listen to episode eight. It was made out of wooden dowels, just like this thing is. It looks nearly identical, except that one ran on four limbs. This one walks on two. I apologize profusely for the interruption, Aaron. Did you say it's made of wooden dowels or wooden dowels? (laughs) That could be the confusion. (laughs) And he thinks back on the one in the woods that they murdered. It was just running away from the goblins. And as it's clamoring towards him, he just wants to step to the side, kind of make a path for it to run through. So I guess if that turns out to be like reading an action, maybe. Yeah, it could be the dodge action, too. If you, as you said, getting out of the way. Yeah. That's plus four to your AC for this turn. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's cool. Yeah, well then I'll, yeah, I'll ready a dodge action. And then it is Nox's turn. Okay, so I'm gonna... Nox is gonna turn around to Braddock. Hey, do we uh, do we have any more of that potion? Or are we on our own here? That was all I had. And thank the god that you did have it. Alright, well there's only one thing to do then. I'll do what I can to support you too, though. She brandishes a wrench. Alright. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, how about a sword? No? Uh, and Knox is going to uh, pull out his handy-dandy bag of pork rinds. Uh, he's going to pull one out and crush it in his hand and blow it through the air. And a slick grease pile underneath the doll he's going to form. Needs to make a dexterity saving throw, right? Uh, yes, that's going to be a dexterity saving throw. So he probably passed with an 18. Yeah, slightly higher than my save. He's covered in grease still, though. Just barely. Um, yeah, so there's a 10-foot square of grease around him. It is difficult terrain, but uh, he stands on his feet. Yeah, the wood is really absorbing that flavor, too. <laughs> what flavor were these pork rinds? Uh, was it, were these the same, or is this, this going to be a new flavor? Uh, these are going to be, as Knox took uh, Thrash's advice, these are hot and spicy. Yeah, good call. Uh, the chapter names of our podcast are just going to be <laughs> the pork rind flavors. The pork rind flavors. It's like Avatar chapter one. <laughs> Salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar. <laughs> Pulls out the bag of red herring pork rinds and, and blows one over, but unfortunately stays standing. So he is going to step in front of Braddock and hold his ground there. All right. And then it looks like the person who is next in line is Thrasher. Uh, so now there's grease all over the floor, right? Around the doll thing? Yeah. Standing behind the dolls is a bamboo cage with the prisoners. You see them huddling in fear of having backed away from the edge of the bamboo cage. You remember Lyra had cast a spell? Sorry. I'm so sorry to her. <laughs> <laughs> you should be, you monster. You made this up? <laughs> I know. Braddock had cast a spell that sent a message to the prisoners telling them to be quiet. Oh, so we probably need to get this done quickly. Yeah, I can't just wait then. I'm going to run up and uh, smack this guy. So does he have to make a roll when he enters the area? 
Uh, let's see. When the grease appears, each creature standing in the area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. A creature that enters the area or ends its turn there must also succeed a dex or save throw or fall prone. Yeah. So he's entering that area. Cool. Thanks, man. Now, how far away is, is this guy from us? 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. I do, because I'm a barbarian and I have danger sense, I have advantage on deck saves that I can see. So at least I got that. That'll be a 18. DC's only 13, so. Cool. So I pass that and then my attack. Do you slide through the grease? Yes, obviously. Oh, (laughs) gentlemen, that will be a natural 20 for my attack. Oh, nice. So you're welcome. I got those 18s out of the way so you could get the nat 20. There you go. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thrasher smelled the hot and spicy. <laughs> I charge at him, and instead of you know swinging, I just hold my axe in front of me, pointed at him, and then glide into him. And I do that for... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, do I roll it twice, or do I just double it? Double it. No, you roll it twice. You roll it twice. Oh, I thought he doubled it. Oh, oh. Jesus. So total, that is going to be... Oh, I don't do the additional damage twice, just once, right? Just the dice damage twice? Yeah, that's right. So that'll be 22 damage. Jeez. Bye-bye, Mr. Mannequin Guy. (laughs) So you feel a slight resistance as you chop into it, but you get a nice scored hit. He's not dead? Not dead. You put a good crack in his his leg. He'll have to use a peg leg now. (laughs) Oh, man. But, um... (laughs) All right, now it's its turn. With a sweeping, chopping motion, it swings an arm across. And Does it have to roll to not fall down? or At the end of its turn, or if it enters? No, I thought it said when it starts. Oh, at the end. Yeah. Of and Thrasher, you're the only one in range currently, right? That would make sense. And I am not raging. All right, that is a 22 to hit. Oh, oh barely. Oh, just barely got there. Ah, uh, rolled max damage. Oh no. You take 10 damage as it swings a, a lumbering arm and knocks you onto the ground. Ow. You're knocked prone. And then it ends its turn there. Oh, 10 damage and prone? And prone. This is bull honky. <laughs> I'll give you a saving throw if you want. You know, I deserve it really if you think about it. What kind? You have disadvantage because you're in Greece. <laughs> 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 is this dex or strength strength is good are you sure it's not dex dex is fine too really okay then i don't have disadvantage because i get advantage on those that i can see oh fuck damn it oh, yeah oh, got you right into that one damn it damn it what i get for being nice 17 17 all right you don't get knocked prone you slide as he kind of pushes you around Come at me, DM. I'll gamify this thing. <laughs> I know. I'm, pi- I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, he's going to get me later. <laughs> All right. The wooden doweled monster creature starts to slip and slide, but manages to hold on to its feet. It seems a little bit more mobile than you'd expect it to be, but it otherwise hasn't moved out of the space. And then it is the next person in line, whoever got last. That's me. You don't have to say it like <laughs> that, though. <laughs> hey, which of you is the absolute slowest at- combat and yeah 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 i know i know well be honest i was gonna this grease is flammable i was gonna light this thing on fire but now that thrasher (laughs) is standing in there your chance at redemption from when he tried to smash you in the sewer i swear i was just (laughs) copes looks at him "Mm, 
could. I could. I didn't, though. I know. And he wouldn't know that you were thinking that, so I'm not going to gamify that too hard. I'm just going to throw a regular wooden javelin at it. Brent, is that going to heal it? <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell me legally. That's entrapment if you don't tell me that it's going to heal it. Them's the rules. Them's the rules, Brent. Yeah, it just sticks in there and it just becomes part of its body. Right, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Should I... You know what? Screw it. I don't want to risk it. I'm running in. I'm going to hit it with my glow stick sword. Oh, no. Here I go. Okay, well, that's an eight. (laughs) (laughs) Your barely glowing rod clatters harmlessly against the creature. Also, you entered the grease, so make a dexterity saving. I know what I did. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, you slip and slide around. Covered in hot and spicy grease. <laughs> oh no, my shirt! I'm never gonna get this out. I bet you smell delicious. Then it is Braddock's turn. I get a speech action, don't I? Yeah, I have to say, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get a speech action. If you must, yeah. Haven't you done enough bad stuff on this turn? <laughs> must you make it worse? As I, I run in, I try to hit him with my sword, I fall on the ground, I just say, ah, oh, nuts. That wasn't worth it. You can cut that. Nope. <laughs> no, just cut that. Are you proud of yourself right now? No. I'm just going to mute myself. There we go. Hey, Copes. Would you do the same thing again? No, that one really slipped out of my grasp. I just imagine we save Braddock. We come down here like we're some elite squad, and then we just completely flounder on turn one. Okay, you did good. Thrasher did good. Look, you chopped a tree with an axe, and you didn't kill it, so I'm not... <laughs> He has a point. It's not a tree. Remember that. The round's about to restart. For you guys' perspective, you guys have made a lot of noise. Why did I make a lot of noise? I've been quiet. How so? I should not have said that I yelled something out when I fell down if you were going to (laughs) immediately. All right. Yep. Good point. He did say that. I was just mad. It didn't sound like you were trying to be quiet. No, not really. That's true. From off of the cave, they just hear. Ah, nut. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! All right, well, it's going to be Braddock's turn. She runs up to Thrasher right outside her range. You see her brandishing her wrench, and she holds it up, and it glows brightly with some kind of strange magic for a moment as she whacks him over the back of the head with it. That's my thing. (laughs) For some reason, I thought you were going to say she just ran up and, like, domed Thrasher. That's what I just said, yeah. (laughs) And you're healed for nine hit points as the wrench repairs you. Oh, nice. Thanks. Good looking out, Braddock. Nothing that a quick fix won't help. (laughs) And then it's Demarok's turn. I was going to fucking heal Thrasher, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he's so confused, he's just going to ready another action and wait for the fucking turn to go around. It's the first time I've ever voluntarily remembered to take an NPC action. I'm proud of you. You're all stuck in one little, like, greasy sl- like blob. If I cast anything, it's just going to kill one of you. Come join us. You can't kill me. He just also runs into the grease. I do. I see the whole situation. You get a tap on the shoulder right as you're about to do something. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, uh, yeah? Hello? Who? It's Flargo Buns. He's like, what, what should we do? Flargo Buggle. We're in the middle of an attack action. Yeah, what should we do, though? Should we get, get him? No, I need you to go try to start opening the bamboo cage over there with the prisoners inside. All right, he turns to the rest of them and says some stuff in Goblin, and then they all go, ah, and, and start charging past you. Ah! 
Did they run through the grease? (laughs) (laughs) Should I roll for them? Yes, please. It's only a 10-foot square of grease, and there's already four people in. I'll do two rolls for the group of them. You put it right at the mouth of the cave. It's like a funnel point. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So half of the goblins fail and start tumbling in the grease. They're slipping and sliding. There's there's quite a few people now in the grease pit. (laughs) The rest of the goblins slide through ninja style to the other side and start hacking away at the bamboo cage. There you go. And now it's the rest of Devarok's turn. Oh, now I gotta do something else? (laughs) Uh, Fuck, man. Alright, I see the... You can inspire somebody, or yeah, you can hold your turn. It's fine if you want. Aaron's entire campaign is just gonna be holding his turn and watching what we do. (laughs) 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 Just gonna wait. I'll see what happens. His ultimate ability, he's storing up all these turns for later. (laughs) He's gonna unleash all the turns at once. Yeah, he'll cast a solar beam here somewhere (laughs) in episode 45 or so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So once again, Dimrock finds himself looking around. How the hell did I get in this situation? And he sees his whole party trapped in a little grease pit with a couple goblins and a giant wooden creature and he's got too many friends in the grease pit to try to cast a spell so he's just gonna do a power slide and he wants to run full speed and hit the grease on his knees and aim for the foot of the wooden doll creature and try to take it down. I dig it. I'll give you advantage on your dexterity save, knowingly power sliding into it. Wait, you should give him disadvantage so he could fail. <laughs> no, he's sli- sliding on purpose. Ten. A t- I don't think a ten is good enough to <laughs> to have a controlled slide. Oh, yeah. Well, what happens then? Do you, do you just fall prone right when you hit the grease? <laughs> no, hold on. No, you don't be influencing the DM, bro. <laughs> he's got a wide imagined mind. <laughs> the net result is you fall, so... I do like the idea you go in for the slide and it just you hit a you hit a patch that's just not slippery and it's just full friction on both knees suddenly. <laughs> oh. Ah! Ah! It's a little, a little too early there, Timmy. Why do I keep wearing these shorts? <laughs> oh. Alright, how bad did it skin my knees then, bro? Taking rock rock shrapnel to the old caps. If you're volunteering for skin knees, then you take one damage. Oh. oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 that's his whole turn <laughs> oh Jesus oh, <laughs> oh perfect then it's Nox's turn Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Demi, you took my idea, but I don't think I could follow that up effectively. So, so you, Knox, you probably can't imagine a more successful casting of Grease. <laughs> you got fucking everybody. <laughs> yeah, I can't even get rid of it either. It's here for a minute. Why would you do this? <laughs> I, it really didn't go the way I anticipated it. Discount heroes. Question <laughs> results are always guaranteed. I feel like every episode description can start off with, as the group tries to deal with Nox's mistake. <laughs> no, with Nox's grease, specifically. <laughs> oh no, I greased myself. So Nox is going to pull out his scimitar, and he's going to try to run and leapfrog off of all the goblins and teammates laying on the ground so he can stepping stone across them and swing into this creature. Oh, okay. I, I dig that. 
make a fairly easy acrobatics check there. Okay. That's a seven. That's <laughs> a seven. So yeah. So you're definitely subject to the grease. I really like that idea a lot, though. So whose face do you step on or something? Like that? <laughs> he cast grease and all of us just ran <laughs> willingly into it. Hey, I was fine. You still ran willingly into it. Oh. Alright, I think he went to go well, I don't know what 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 happens here, Brent. I, I missed it. I couldn't stop. All these people are in here. You tried to leapfrog across them. Yeah. I have to imagine one of your allies gets their face stepped on or something. <laughs> you go. Uh, yeah, I think I went to step on. Uh, I think I went to step on Copes's head, but then he tried to miss the the horn, uh, and just completely wipes out. Oh, just got these pierced, bro. God. Oh, they're gonna get infected. Sorry, bro. That's my bad. I know. As you tumble along in the grease, you're still able to take an action. Okay. You have good company here. You're surrounded by, I guess, friends and allies and one <laughs> enemy. Pretty much all of your allies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna swing at him. Try to hit him with a booming blade. He said something about making a lot of noise, and you were gonna cast oh, booming yeah. blade. Yeah. It's, I mean, we've already made a ton of noise. <laughs> All right. That's a that's a, a non nat twenty, a dirty twenty to hit for booming blade. Ooh, nice. That's a hit for sure. Uh, it's a very soft booming blade, though. Three hundred feet. <laughs> three hundred. It's not three hundred feet. Now let's examine that word, booming. All right, so that's going to be 1d6 plus 4. That's a 1, so 5 damage. (laughs) (laughs) That pretty much sums up the turn. All right, as you, and this is the one that uh, coats it in thunderous energy. Is that correct? Uh, Yes, yes. So he is glowing with uh, an orange energy. Wooden form is resonating. Could you guys imagine if there were two of these things? (laughs) Damn. (laughs) You can't fight yourselves and two of these things. (laughs) We're formidable. All right. As the bamboo cage rattles violently, as the sound reverberates, the the prisoners scream and cover their ears. (laughs) Guys, be quiet. (laughs) You're going to alert the the other guys. We've got him right where we want him. Braddock looks with panic towards the other path down the cave that you guys came from. And then it is uh, whoever got a nine. That's Thrasher. I hit him again. <laughs> that's going to be a seven to hit. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stand up? Yeah. I'm, I'm already standing. Oh, that's right. I forgot he threw me down. Yeah. So I guess I get up, stand up in the grease. You can get up without issue, but if you end your turn there, you have to make another save. Get up, stand up, stand up from the grease. Well, I tried to hit him and I failed miserably. All right, let's see that last save, unless you're going to leave the grease. This is another deck save? Yep. Nat 20. Nice. (laughs) Your grease ain't tougher than me. All the other people slip and slide against your feet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just picturing like a battle happening in like a slip inside. That's what I'm trying to picture. <laughs> exactly what is happening. All right, now it is the the wooden thing's turn. You remember what I said last time about how it does this large sweeping motion with yeah, its... Yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember that. What are we add to our roll? Well, he's just going to make a single attack. Well, I guess that's not fair. Should I make an attack roll against everybody? 
if he crits, he crits against everybody. I mean, I feel like he if he does a sweeping attack, it's against everyone's armor class. Right? It's against everyone's armor class. All right. And 11. Well, sweeping can only attack up to three, I think, can it? It can be one and then one creature on either side. Not when you're a giant dowel monster. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Matt read the rules. Who's the DM <laughs> here? Yeah. All right. He, he does the sweeping attack. He gets an 11 to hit. I don't think that hits any of Ooh, you. Oh, no, it doesn't. It does not. Nope. We all duck. We all break dance. Whoop. Knocks, ducks, I jump. Yeah, as he makes another saving throw for being in the grease and fails at that too. Yes. The large sweeping log motion throws him completely off balance as he slides in a circle before tumbling to the ground. He crushes a few goblins in doing so. Guys, it worked! (laughs) We did it! (laughs) Alright, now he's on the ground, he's prone. You have advantage on attack rolls against him while he's on the ground like that. And then it is Cope's turn. Go ahead. So, to stand up, what do I do? Dexterity save? No, no save to stand. You can just stand. It's just, if you stay in that that area, you'll have to roll again at the end of your turn. Let me ask, if I stand and try to pick someone up, what do I have to do? Uh, I would make you roll for that. To pick someone else up? No, I wouldn't make you roll for that. It'd take your action to stand him up, though. Okay, I'm gonna say, Demi always taught me number one rule, pick up your bro in the pit, and I'm gonna run over and pick up Demi. Oh, damn, thanks, bro. I need a little help there. I got you, bro. Rock on. Seems like you probably could have just finished this fight real quick, but that's, you know. I guess, but he could have just stood up anyway, huh? You, you stood your bro up in the pit, so. Yeah, you saved him movement, though. Cost half your movement to stand up. Glad you brought that up. I could do a bonus action, though, right? If you have one to do, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Hey, guys, if I had the wish spell, I could just <laughs> cast that right here. I fist bump Demi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Braddock's turn, and she hurriedly runs towards the towards the mouth of this tunnel part of the cave where you guys came from. That's her, that's her turn. Wow. And Yeah, I know. Wow. Glad we brought her. <laughs> wow. And then it's Demarok's turn. All right, so the tree thing's laying down? It's on the ground. And I'm right there next to it? You're right there next to it. I pull out a little dagger I have. And I start carving into its leg a heart. And then in the middle, I put D and R. Is that an attack, too, also? No. And then I pull out my sword, (laughs) and I chop into it. (laughs) (laughs) But not before saying, I think I've left my mark here. That's his uh, movement. I saved him his movement to move his hand (laughs) with a knife. Okay. 11 plus 2 is 13. That's a hit. 15 years, everybody. All right. <laughs> 15 years. <laughs> and that's going to be four damage. All right, four damage. And I didn't roll this before, but the magical energies that Nox had infused it with uh, will we'll detonate that now when it fell. Hey, to be fair, Aaron would have advantage on that, so he gets to roll to see if he gets a crit. Oh, that's true. Go ahead, too. See? 15 years. I'm trying to save face for the listeners. What's the damage on your booming blade, huh? Uh, the booming blade damage is going to be six additional force damage. All right. So as you strike it, it sets off the magical energies Nox had infused in it, and its body just splinters and cracks apart as it falls to the ground. Well, it's already on the ground as it <laughs> as it collapses into a pile of lumber. Sorry, little tree dude, but you had a bad tood. <laughs> and then he does a little loot riff, like an air loot. After a few moments... 
you see that strange smoke emitting off of the, the collapsed pile of lumber, almost like it's a burned out campfire. I inhale it. I leave the, yeah. You try to inhale it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I want to get down there and take a hit of that bad boy. Oh, you take a deep breath. It helps if you hold it in longer. Images fill your mind. Whose? You're a mother. You're looking after your kids. You're remembering a particularly nice day. It's the festival. (laughs) You're there with your young son playing games. Off in the background, some dickheads get into a fight. (laughs) (laughs) And suddenly you look up above and see a terrifying figure descending upon you. And then the the memory fades. Well, that's awful. I exhale. (laughs) (laughs) Coach, did you see the... Were we a lady? (gasps) My son. Wait, hold on. Our son. Our son. No. (laughs) What happened to him? He didn't have a name tag. Who was he? Hold on, let me see. And I bend down and take another hit. I mean, he, wouldn't he just see the same thing again? Oh, I don't have a good name ready. Uh, oh, oh, it, it's Blimmy. Blimmy. Your son, Blimmy. Named after his father. I wake up out of my haze of my second hit. I look at Coates. I'm like, don't you remember? We named him after his father, Blimmy. I turn around and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. We got to find Blimmy. Okay, should I take another hit? Guys, I don't think y'all should be doing this. That's totally fair. Okay, and I'm done. I'm done inhaling. <laughs> Dead people. Creatures. Uh, Nox is going to run over and try and get this cage open with the goblin's help. You see that Braddock has run to the that section of cave where it branches off to the left and right. The right is where you came from. The left is where supposedly you need to go next. And she crouches down on the ground and brushes the dirt floor. And after a few moments, you see her pr- place a single finger in the floor and draw a circle in a clockwise motion. It sounds like you're casting a ward. And as she does, you see the ground glow as various wooden objects across the floor just start to pull themselves together and form themselves into a wooden wall blocking off this next section of cavern. That's a wall. Sounds like a ward. It's a ward if I've ever seen one. (laughs) And she holds up a hand against it. This won't this won't hold him for long. He definitely fucking heard that stuff. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't have been so loud, Braddock. Okay. Okay, guys. Okay, hold on. Can we take one second and look around and see what's going on? Do y'all... Are y'all not furious? Wagon wheel? Day one? Lifelike? Prefabricated humans? They're exceptionally creepy. These are the crappiest dolls that I've ever seen. They're pretty lifelike. They're a bunch of... They're pretty lifelike. <laughs> well, I guess... Oh. <laughs> you notice that in the crate, they're actually much smaller. They are decorated with little clothes and little faces. These are Nox dolls. Nothing like what you've fought. Okay, okay. Can we be letting the people out of the cage while we're having this conversation? So, yeah, 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 absolutely. So you look and see one side of the bamboo cage, eight people in it kind of huddled up against it, still holding their ears from the loud noise that they heard just a minute ago. One section of the cage is separated, and you see there's a person, an older gentleman, lying on the ground. He doesn't look well, and there's one of these little wooden dolls there in the cage with him. 
I'm going to walk up and grab one of the rails of the cage, just kind of expecting it. And I'm going to look at Braddock and say, Braddock, is there any metal, like, is there any nickel in this cage? Is there any nickel inlaid in this? No. Oh, this is a nickel-less cage. Oh my god. Oh my god. Shut the fuck up. Take that shit out. Okay. That's the first thing we'll cut. I've been thinking about that joke all day. I've been thinking about it since 7 15 this morning. I fucking hate it. I want to I want to leave. For the listener's perspective, that's 12 hours ago. No, the listeners aren't gonna hear this. No. Oh, they're gonna hear it, Aaron. No, this is no. Is there, a, is there a door that can be easily opened, or is it locked, or was it just being guarded? It was being guarded. Ah. By two mannequins, or two dowel creatures. Yes. No, I know, but was it, can we open it easily? Were the only reason they weren't leaving because there were these two creatures, or is it locked, or? Yeah, it was bound shut with twine. Okay. So you can cut it open. Yeah, yeah, Knox will pull out his dagger and cut the twine open and open up the cage. Hey, hey, what is everybody okay in here? Uh, and he kind of goes over to the the gentleman who's kind of on the ground and looking the worst. Hey, are you are you okay? Is, is everybody is everybody alive? You see that the people make a motion as though they're trying to move past you to to leave the cave. One of them stops and uh, he he's he's not well. The others they didn't last long once they were in a cage with one of those things. They beat him pretty bad before they put him in there. What what? What happened? Were they putting people into these these doll forms? I'm I'm fine. Thanks for asking. By the way, that was a, <laughs> that was the first thing I asked. I said, "Is everybody okay?" They beat us and put us in that cage with those things, and I, I don't know what it was, but it's probably your bad attitude. I guess I guess when they <laughs> when they died, those dolls just animated. They came to life. They turned into these monstrously sized things. I think they were going to do that to all of us. I'll never look at dolls the same way again. I go in and smash the doll that's in the cage with the man. You go in there, smash it. It breaks apart into pieces pretty easily. You see a small puff of magical energy dissipate when you do so. No! Guys! Copes! Yeah, bro. That vision, that, that wasn't a doll creature. That was us. What? That was that lady. What lady? Those were her memories. Yeah. She's died and became that doll. Yeah, I know. Like the dog. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Thrash, why don't you try busting one of those dolls in the crates and see if it has that same energy? I smash one of the dolls in the crate. No, you know what? I smash an entire crate full of dolls. Um, see if it's built into the dolls or is it something they're doing here? I'm going to run over and inhale that. I mean, look, we got information from it. (laughs) Yeah, you see little puffs of magic burst from each one as it's smashed in succession. I'm like... (laughs) You don't get anything. Damn it. I cough. (laughs) Just hurts your throat. Well, it appears something may be coming here. A banging on the, the makeshift wall Braddock created. Braddock calls out, he's here. Braddock. Can you get that airship running? Get it running? It'll take days to do that. What do you mean, right right now? Yeah, right now. Braddock, unless you have a better idea to leave this mountain quickly with all of these people, 
I need you to do some some amazing artificing. This it's our only escape. She thinks for a second. The harpies won't let us go. It's like we need the eggs. They must be hidden somewhere around here. He must have hidden them somewhere close by. If we have the eggs, the harpies will let us pass. All right, guys. Well, it seems like we got one problem, and that problem is Jimothy. So here's here's an idea. Maybe two two people hold the door, and the other two maybe try to find the eggs. Give us just a little bit of time. I think the eggs are deeper in. This is the only spot. There's no eggs here. Well, I know, but he's coming. Knox pulls out his scimitar and heads up towards the wall. Yeah, once they come through. What are you, prepping for uh, a fight? Is that what you're doing? Braddock's standing there by yourself, so we can't get out of the cave. There's nowhere else to go in here, is there? One way out leads to harpies, and one way leads to whatever's on the other side of this wall. That's right. Remember, you had to sneak past some harpies to even get this far. So they're right outside the entrance y'all came through. Okay, so there's no there's no other exit out of this cave. You can do an investigation check to know what is around you. I do an investigation check to know what is around me. I'm in a, a rock place. That's a seven. That's a seven, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you can decide what you think when you roll low like that. Braddock, do you know another way out of these caves? Yeah, there's no way out. We got to go out that way. <laughs> she gestures to the to the goblins. That's a good idea. You all, do you, do you know a way out? Flargobums, you got to help us. He looks really proud being asked for help. I believe in you, Flargobums. Mm, yes, we goblins carve little tunnels for ourselves all over. And he gestures towards back in the other direction. In the area they were keeping Braddock, we have a little hidey hole that we use to slip away. Won't get us too far outside the caves, and a person couldn't fit in it, but... But I could. But you could. Could the people in the cage fit through it? Mm, he looks... Maybe some of them. I, I, don't, I don't know. It would be a tight fit. Guys, I think we got to deal with whatever's behind this wall. Knox, I love you, bro, but... Yeah, Braddock, put the wall up. She can take it down, man. No, we gotta go through that wall. If, if there's nowhere to run, we gotta go that way. No, we need the wall to stay up. <laughs> Unless you guys want to take everybody and just bolt and come back later. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. Is he not at the wall? There is one that leads around to the Jimothy's part of the cave. We might be able to sneak up on him. Well, if you can fit. Well, we could, we could leave the people here in the cage and, and try to sneak around uh, and then come back for them after. If we can surprise them, we, I think we got the best chance we're going to get right now. So we can get to Jimothy from this cave, but only small people. What is Braddock? Braddock is a human. What you're saying, there is a passage to Jimothy from this cave, but it's... Yeah. Flargobun says that there's a passage that leads out of the cavern network and back down a little ways down the mountain. Or at least you'd be able to start heading down the mountain. But it's pretty unlikely that anyone other than a small creature could fit through it. And the same is true for the path that leads to behind Jimothy. Okay, so we can go down the mountain to Jimothy or back through the door where whoever is coming. Other way around, but yeah. Jimothy's trying to break through the wall. Oh, that is Jim. Okay. Oh, I see. So you're saying there's another path we can take to come around the backside. Yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. What if I sneak around the backside, try and distract him, and then y'all can ambush him from behind? 
Flargobuns and the rest of us will go too. All right, what, how about me and the Flargobuns team go around the back and then y'all stay at the wall? Yeah, we, we'll make them go boom, boom. Yes. And they all start chanting, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Guys, we got to deal with this. I don't see any other way out of it. He's coming through that wall soon. Now, I, now that I understand, that, that's the best course of action, bros. All right, so put that action into play. You got Knox and his crew of Flargo Buns. It's a good title. <laughs> that's going to be the episode title. Knox and his crew of Flargo Buns. Yeah, that was perfect. Now that's a band name. You're heading through one of the side tunnels to wrap around to get behind Jimothy. The rest of you are waiting along with Radic on this side of the wall, preparing for him to break through. Yeah, the grease is gone, right? Yeah, it only lasts a minute, so it should be gone. Okay. The grease is gone by now. Can we take, like, a preparation action? Yeah, crash. Thud. (laughs) The wall begins to splinter and crack and break down. At a certain point, an entire metal fist pierces through. It's just a fist, no articulation to the fingers. And it's seated in like a metal barrel shaped tube as it breaks through. Thrash, look, that's metal. Ah, I kind of stick my tongue out and like shake my head at him. Uh, he raises his great axe as high as he can in one hand while throwing up some devil horns at Demi with the other. Oh, I love it. I pick up like, like a handful of gravel on both hands. Are you ready to rock? Okay, man. Talk to you later. All right, I'll see you. <laughs> okay, well, here's my... Uh, should I just say what Cubs is going to do then? Because they said with how they were prepping. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to prep, you should do it before. Yeah, I agree. You got a preparatory action. Yeah, okay. So Copes looks at the door with the metal fist smashing through he says, out in the forest, the uh, some of the most formidable creatures were the uh, the bears. So let's give this a shot. And he runs. This is for Jared. He does a front flip and turns into a brown bear as he lands right in front of the cage to take on Jimothy as he breaks through the door. Do I get action like before he comes through? Yeah. Is there any like higher point in the cave that I think I could get to? Maybe somewhere above the door, a ledge or a pathway. It's, I don't picture it being so vaulted that there'd be like literal places to stand on it. It's like 20 feet tall, maybe at the most. So there's probably little ledges and things like that, but it'd be hard to really get up there to stand on it. But not impossible. Not impossible. Yeah, I want to find the most feasible looking ledge that I can get up to. Mm-hmm. I'm a good climber. I'm a- okay, just do a climb, climb check. And if it's good, then you found a spot. I thought I was extra good at climbing for some reason. Night? Natch. All right, you find a nice little spot to shimmy up on. Nice. Uh, how high up am I? Like, what's like, where are my feet at? Like, ten foot, fifteen foot? Uh, I'll give you fifteen feet. Okay. So I'm near the top of the cave. My head is. I, I hold on to a uh, a stalactite just to kind of balance myself. That's the right kind. You did it. Oh, I got it right. <laughs> Ooh, tight to the ceiling, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nox, you got a prep action you want to take? So uh, what What exactly is... Well, do you want to thrash? Are you doing anything? You want to kind of hit that whole side? Uh, I was going to rage, and then it's a door coming into the room that is blocked off right now, yeah? No, she built like a, a wall out of scrap material using magic. 
Yeah, I, yes, I know. But the point is, you know, it's, it's blocking an entranceway that they're going to burst into once they break it down. Yeah. Okay, so after I rage, I'm going to stand with my back up against the wall next to that entrance so that when they burst in, they go past me and I can give them a little chop to the back. Okay, gotcha. Alrighty, and then, uh, so Knox is going through through the tunnel with all the goblins. He's got Flargo bl- <laughs> Buns leading, uh, and then Knox and all the other goblins. He takes his goblin mask out and he puts it back on. Alright, Team Goblin, let's go. We got this, guys. We got this. And when we... I don't know in terms of activating things. So I'll give you a little description. You emerge out into what appears to be really poorly built, I guess, throne room. That's what it maybe looks like to you. A, a carved wooden chair that's pretty rough, rough hewn sits in the middle of this room. It's far too big for a normal sized creature. It's got little wooden grooves like shaved into it that seem like they'd perfectly fit one of these wooden creatures. And you find a few scattered objects on the ground around it. There's a wooden chest in addition to that. There's a few piles of gold, a couple of bottles of some kind of bright purple liquid. Okay. And then we can turn up the hallway towards him. Yeah. If you take a right, that's where you hear the sounds of the banging and thudding coming from. Okay. So we, we immediately come out of the tunnel and, and turn right. And it's like, all right, all right guys, we gotta, we gotta make it right up here. You turn around, the goblins are just stuffing gold into their pockets. <laughs> They're completely distracted. Hey, guys, come on. We got something else to do. Uh, uh, all, right. all right. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. They all start chanting boom, boom again. Shh, I got an idea, but we got to keep quiet. Hold on. Oh, oh sorry. And uh, as Knox, as he's got a scimitar out, he begins twirling it back and forth as he's running. And he gets this energy glow around him of blue energy. And he starts parkouring down the hallway. He's kind of having fun. He's enjoying himself. He's got his crew, well, his new goblin crew. And he is charging at full speed up towards where the sounds are coming from. We kind of want to hold off until that wall breaks through. So if we get to the point where we can see him, we'll hang on just a second. Okay. So thud, crash, splinter. As more strikes hit this wall that she's built, you can see that it's coming down and mere moments and then it stops for a moment you don't hear anything it's quiet Knox you and the crew have walked up and you see alright the one known as Jimothy stands before you if you didn't know it you'd think you were looking at an elaborate piece of scrap art the wooden creature bears a comically undersized bowler hat and a pair of sunglasses that offer the barest implications of a face Metal plates cover the entirety of his form, giving him the appearance of a mobile suit of armor. Top the right arm is a winch with chains attached to it, attached to a point within the barrel that contains a metal fist. On the left arm is some kind of water skin looking thing with tubes that reach a spout attachment at the end of his arm. Ooh, Jimothy. <laughs> and then words pop up that fall from the sky. Jimothy. <laughs> Your opponent has arrived. Yeah. You only saw a silhouette of him in the past. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Character unlocked. This is for the people on the other side of the wall. You see a light on the other side through the scattered holes, pushed through the scrap metal wall, and then a flame just starts pouring through. As the fire starts pouring through, an arm appears. The other arm and it's shooting fire as it sweeps across the bottom of the wall, cracking and breaking it into splinters. So everyone who's waiting on that side of the wall has to make a dexterity saving throw. Except for Demarok. 
as the wall comes tumbling to the ground in a flaming heap. Yeah, I said I was right there. I mean, I'm I'm to the side of. All right, so Nox, you see the wall crumbling to the ground. Yes. Can I see it? You can see it. Then I get advantage. I'm glad I had advantage. Not really. Ooh, Copes gets a 20. 11. <laughs> you guys got to roll. Who does? Who does, Brent? Copes and Braddock pass. Thrasher does not pass. You all take four fire damage. As fire sweeps the ground, the ground is on fire around you now. Ow. Feels just like home. Do I take half or? You take half if you pass the saving throw, so only two fired. Okay, so I take two. Okay, and the wall is falling down, right? The wall comes tumbling down. (laughs) So Nox is going to come charging from around the corner with all the goblins, and we are going to... About how far away are we? When you charge around, we'll put you at 30 feet. Okay. Boss, we got intruders. Watch out. Uh, And they're all going to charge forth from behind like they are coming to his aid. Nice. Bargamon says, wait, wait. I thought you wanted boom, boom. Oh, we're going to boom. We're going to boom, boom. Shh. No, no. And he reaches into his back pocket and twirls out a wand with a ruby red tip. No. Boom, boom. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they, they start chaining Boom Boom again. <laughs> Just please don't kill my friends. Flargobuns whips the wand out, twirls it in his fingers dexterously, points it at Jimothy, and then says, Boom Boom. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. And a little red ruby-like substance emerges from the tip of the wand and flies through the air. You see it fly like a little projectile before it reaches where Jimith is at. And then it suddenly just explodes into a 30-foot radius sphere of fire. (laughs) Oh, no. Anyone who's right up against the wall might have to make a saving throw, but you'll get advantage on that. So I may have specifically said I was leaning against the wall, so. Yeah. Should we roll initiative? It seems like it's going to be all of us again, huh? Except for Demarok again. Oh, I'm safe. So is that another deck save? Another deck save. That was a 15 for me. 15 is a pass. Sweet. Uh, 14 for Copes. 14 is a pass. Nice. Ooh. Oh, I know you're going to feel good about that in a second. Oh, boy. I want to roll this in secret so that I can fudge it if I have to. <laughs> I want my DM to roll things in secret so he can fudge them if he has to. Do it, bro. Weird dink there. It's all right. Pretty soon he'll be covered in grease and won't be able to stand. Sounds like everyone passed, thank God. Oh, God. Everyone who passed takes 15 fire damage. Oh, God. Oh, my God. As an enormous flame bursts forth. And then all the goblins, you hear them cheering from the other side of the wall. Boom, boom, boom. boom I love that. Boom. <laughs> Flargo buns. That was reckless and incredible. And I loved it. But if Thrasher finds out you did that, he is going to cut you in half. So you may want to give me that wand. Thank God I turned into a bear. He guards it jealously. <laughs> He's like, this is, it was the best day of my life when I found this. <laughs> Fair enough. Boom, boom! Yeah, they all cheer. And we charge in. 
Now put that thing away. And Nox charges it. <laughs> Is everybody still up after that? I am. I think barely. I don't want to assume on their behalf, but... Barely is correct. I turned into a bear. That's pretty good for you. That's pretty good for you, yeah. Thank goodness. Are you still a bear? (laughs) Yeah. I'm at 14. I just wanted to make sure Copes wasn't smoldering smoldering on the ground again, and we missed it. It would have taken me down. I'll say if it was Copes, I'd be at one health. If you were, I'd stomp you out. And also, if you're curious, one health point. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. And that's a good place to roll initiative, probably. Let's do it. Nox got a 14. 17 for Dimrock. 10 for Thrasher. 6 for Copes. And the goblin crew is going to go on your turn, Nox. Okay, cool. All right, so... Demarok, this is the chaotic scene in front of you. You're standing in relative safety from the top of that little ledge that you found. You probably had a perfect view of everything, honestly. Yes. And Jimothy failed his saving throw against the fire. All right. He took a lot of damage from that. Okay, heard. I'm perched up on this rocky ledge, and I see I'm kind of standing above everything, looking down, and watch this door start to collapse. Then all of a sudden, it explodes out, knocking back. Copes is a bear in Thrasher. And I look to the left and I see this giant monstrosity, Jimothy. And behind it, some cackling goblins. And at first I'm like, where's Knox? And then I notice <laughs> he, he's put on his goblin mask again. And he's just blending right in. I look down at Jimothy kind of stumbling. And I want to cast True Strike on him. And a small snare drum forms on my side. And I make a small drum roll beat. And on the next attack, I get advantage. All right. So you hone in on a weakness in his armor. Or whatever it is. As I hit the drums, it casts a little beam of light. And it hits on Jimothy. It kind of traces his body until one part glows. And his it's like a there's a small crack in the side of his armor on his left side. Around his chest. But only you get advantage against him, right? Yeah, but I see that as a weak point. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And with a bonus action, I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration to Thrasher. Hey, man, I hope you're ready for this. I think it's going to be a tough one. Thanks, man. We got this. I appreciate it. All right. It's Braddock's turn, and she took quite a bit of damage from that fireball as well. She stands up and pulls out a little metal tube. It looks like it's got little holes drilled into it with nail heads sticking out and she puts her mouth against one side and blows on it and these little nails just dart out of it flying with like a magical energy they sound like those little bottle rockets flying out and they stick into three spots on his body and you see that they glow with a little red light and she's just cast her version of magic missile Ooh, ooh, ooh! and and she says aim for these spots these are the weak spots i put into it nice because they always hit, so you can just mark it out perfectly. And it takes some damage. All right, then it's Nox's turn. Okay, so how many goblins do I have with me at this point? A few of them got crushed. We'll just say two of them are uh, badly injured, so you got six with you. Okay, Nox is going to look at the two that are injured. Why don't y'all go back in and see if you can find the harpy eggs? Be quick about it. Maybe we can get some reinforcements here. The rest of you are on me, and then he's going to charge in. The two goblins you say that to are like, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, I love that idea. Uh, so he's got 35 feet of movement now that he has activated his blade song. So he's going to charge up a little extra quickly. He is going to run, twirling his sword around. I glows with an orange energy again, and he looks back at Flargobuns. 
hey, there's more than one way to make a boom boom, and he's going to jump up and hit one of the nails with a booming blade attack. I like that. So when you jump up to make that strike, you see Braddock point a finger at you, and you see the nail glows brightly for a moment, and you feel like an un, like a strange pull on your weapon aiming towards that spot. And you're given a plus four to your attack roll. Oh, all right. So that is going to be a... Ooh, that's going to be an eight plus four, so that's going to be a 12. That's your total... Oh, that's with your added to it? Yeah, that's total, yeah. That's rough. That's rough. That doesn't miss by much, but it does miss. Well, that's embarrassing. Uh, and he is going to get right up in Jimothy's business on the backside, trying to distract him. Then it's Thrasher's turn. Do the goblins do anything? Can they give some help actions or something? Oh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. The goblins are going to run up. They're going to run up and distract him, attack at his feet. Uh-huh. Generally get in his way. You get advantage on this attack roll just to help you out here, too. Okay, so that would be for me. Uh, so that's going to be a 23 plus 4. That's going to be a 27 with advantage. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> if it wasn't a hit, I'd be quite concerned. Uh, so that is going to be 1d6 plus 4. So that's going to be 3 plus 4. So that's going to be 7 damage. And he kind of glows with a an orange energy right where I hit that spot. All right. It's Thrasher's turn now. Is drinking a potion an action or a bonus action? It's normally an action, but I would like a bonus action better. Is everyone in agreement? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a little more fair. Well, first I'm going to drink a potion. What do they do? How much? If it's a base potion, then it's going to be 2d4 plus 2. So that's going to be 8 health back to me. I need that. And then I'm going to hit him with my axe in one of them flashy parts. Uh, I'm going to do it recklessly. Braddock's eyes glint, and you're offered a flash of insight, giving you a plus four. An extra plus four? Yeah. Okay, actually, yeah, that's a 15 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, that will be 13 damage. Your weapon's not magical, right? Nope. All right, you see, you feel an unnatural resistance to your weapon strike as it buries itself. Yeah, I said it right. As it buries <laughs> itself in the wood. And then it is Jimothy's turn. Jimothy, if you could describe a wooden face as surprised, I guess this is the closest you're ever going to get. <laughs> as he turns around, looks around confusedly for just a few moments before holding out his right arm, the one with a winch on top of it. I'm just going to roll to see who he targets here. That is against Thrasher. All right, as he lowers his arm down at you, the fist cock itself back into the barrel-like tube that houses it before... Boom! Cliffhanger! Um, I don't think that's how you do that. Hey, shut up. That's how we're doing it. So, um, yeah, if we left you wanting for more, make sure you come back next week and see if, uh, Thrash gets punched in the face. Pretty sure that's, yeah, that's, that's likely the outcome, but it could be anything else. So, yeah, next Thursday, that's when we release. Uh, as soon as you wake up, it'll be there. Yeah, and uh, if you want to take a guess at what happens to Thrasher, come and drop us a message on Twitter at the DHCast. See you next time. Uh-huh.